live. Technically not, but hello, hello. Uh, welcome to Books and Beats. No, we're not off to a very good start. Um, and uh, this is my co-host. Laura. Hi. Uh, hello, Laura. <laughs> so what's the premise of today's podcast no just like what's the what's the point of the podcast oh our podcast yeah, our okay podcast. so our podcast is about books and about beats very informative <laughs> <laughs> so we read the same books and we talk about them and we have a playlist for the books and and pretty much each song uh, encompasses a theme of the book or uh, a story beat uh, or an element of the world yeah whatever that makes you gonna feel like you are in the world of the book right i guess yeah that's a good way of putting it well it, it was a bit of a mess uh starting this this first podcast so how did it happen how did what happen the podcast I yeah start. um it was at cumberland lodge um Fancy. Very fancy. At the uh, yeah, uh, for those who don't know, it's 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 like this uh, weekend getaway for philosophy students. Uh, and uh, there, I met my co-host Laura, uh, and uh, we talked for a bit, for a very long time, actually. <laughs> Five hours. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we both decided that. Uh, Laura had the original idea, and I was like, yeah, that's brilliant. Let's do My it. My best friend actually gave it to me as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah. nothing's original. No, nothing <laughs> ever is original, Gaspar. Please bear that in mind. Yes, good point. Um, and, yeah, I guess that's that's how it started. Uh, I mean, there was a, a lot of procrastination. A lot. A lot. Uh, uh, a lot of being busy. Yeah. And trying to figure it out, right? Yeah, that's uh I mean that's mostly what uh college is about, just trying to figure everything out. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh so we selected uh this week this week. Uh the book uh Dune, Dune by uh, Frank Herbert. Yes. Um it's very long. <laughs> It is very long. Well, when was it written? Like the 60s? Oh, yeah. I think it was in the 70s. The 70s, maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah. It inspired all the, like, sci-fi movies after that. Yeah, no, it's 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 essentially uh, the framework for our uh, modern conceptualization of uh, what sci-fi is. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the concepts it brings to it are, uh, I think, taken for granted. Uh, because we we don't have the, the the context of what the literature was before, um, and uh, it's and we also took it because there was a movie, a movie, yes, a movie that came out. Market appeal. Uh, <laughs> the, the there isn't really a market for us right now. <laughs> no, it's how do you call it? One of the non-profit. <laughs> yeah. That was that was a hell of an eye roll you just gave me. I but love eye rolls. Yeah, that's 
You've got you've got a talent for them. I know. Uh, anyways, uh, you guys can't see that, but um, and so for the songs, for the uh, songs. we've selected. Uh, I personally wanted to um, uh, make something that would be part of the world. At least when I selected the songs, uh, I chose two songs. Well, two songs that I'm sure about. Um, there was uh, a, an excerpt from uh, the mallet from I think it's David Reich. Uh, Reich, I, I don't, I don't I'm not really. That sure. doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Yes, uh, it's a mallet, a mallet quartet. So that means there's four guys on uh, xylophones. Uh, That's niche, Gaspar. <laughs> it's uh, it, the genre is minimalism. I don't know if you've seen uh, Interstellar. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty much what the soundtrack uh, of Interstellar is. It's uh, it's repeated movements that are uh, very precise and that slowly change over time. And I thought that would uh, fit perfectly with uh, the, the the Fremen society. Uh, okay. Uh, so the, uh, for those who I guess who haven't read the book. Yes, but we can't tell them the whole story. Basically, we have a few families in the year 10,000, right? Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Let's explain that. Yeah, that's... Most important. Oh, shit, we should do the plot first. No? Oh, that's what I'm doing right now? Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's the year 10,000, and there are a couple of families that rule the world, and they can... Um, travel the universe through um, because they have access to a kind of narcotic spice which enables them to travel and we have the family Atreides where the main character uh, belongs to that family Paul Atreides and the Dune follows his story with his mother and his father and then we have the Fremen who are the desert people and they they live an uh, ascetic how is it an ascetic lifestyle ascetic lifestyle um by the way uh the that uh the spice she was talking about this this drug that allows people to do space travel you might be asking yourself uh why don't why aren't we just using computers or whatever yeah. Well, there's 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 a very interesting tidbit in the world building. Uh, we're not going to get into that, but uh, basically, there's no tech in Dune. Essentially, yeah. Uh, at least no artificial intelligence, and um, pretty much uh, the 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 family of the of the Atreides are sent to the planet where the spice comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's a whole family feud there. Uh, yeah, they betw- are monopolized. Yeah, another family owned the the planet, and they're enemies with the Atreides. Uh, it's very uh, intricate, uh, socio <laughs> political, uh, and um, they. Did you lose your thought? I lost my thought. Yes, <laughs> lost my train of thoughts. Uh, That's fine. I, uh, I was saying. That the Atreides, uh, yes, and uh, on that s- the sp- 
the spice planet, right? The, the, the planet where the spice comes from. It's a total desert planet. Yeah. And you have a society that lives there that, uh, uh, that like you said, uh, is living an aesthetic, aesthetic lifestyle. And um, uh, they are very spiritual, may I say. They, they are spiritual, but also they have an entire culture around the preservation of, of water. water. Yeah. That's a very, very interesting detail. Um, right, back to the uh, uh, Malek Quartet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I feel like it fits very well with the society for two reasons. Um, the first being that um, uh, xylophones, uh, well, they're, they're Malek in instruments. So uh, unlike wind instruments, it doesn't use up moisture mm -hmm. to use them. Uh, and uh, th the materials they would use, um, like metal or wood, is present uh, for that society uh, to make the xylophones, I mean. Uh, and then the second reason would be uh, that uh, it's, it, the music itself is, ex is incredibly precise, uh, and I think that's something that only the Fremen can do, because in order to live in such a dangerous environment, they have to... I mean, th there's a lot of passages about it, about this sort of collective and conscious, uh, and like they were just in tune with each other uh, to an, an extreme degree. And um, it's... Uh, and for, for a society to be able to play uh, this... Um, uh, uh, this song, this music, uh, it would, um, uh, yes, it, it demands something like that. Right, I think you get the gist. Well, this part just blew my mind. <laughs> you know? It's all interconnected. It's it's all interconnected. Um, wow. Maybe I should have played the music <laughs> first. <laughs>
chose niche. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, maybe we should have started with something a little uh, uh, lighter in terms of... Uh, uh, We're just getting our listeners intimidated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I liked when they when they switched harmonies. I, I like the part where they, where they where they hit the mallets. Yeah. Where they where they play the xylophone. Oh, the whole thing then. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's the joke. Uh it, it has a heavy influence from uh Saharan African Saharan uh music. Uh which also has an emphasis on the percussions and sometimes strings. I mean in doing there are references of the balisette, I believe, mm. uh, which is a type of guitar. And do you know who played the balisette in Dune? Gurney Halleck? Ooh, yes. Uh, uh, I actually have a... Uh, it's not a balisette song, but it's a... Uh, uh, okay. Th- I'll, I'll, we'll get to that later, okay? Ah, okay, we're going to get to that later. We're going to get to that later. Um, so. Because this, this is also a surprise to my co-host, especially my uh, very... Uh, uh, peculiar uh, music choice. Oh, so there was a surprise for me coming? Th- no, no, no. That, that, oh, that, that was the surprise. Th- that wasn't really a surprise. It's just like, it's new to you as it is for the listener. It's new to me, that's true. W- what did you think? What did I think about the song? Yeah, about the song. I think it has really beautiful harmonies, but I'm for real this time, you know. Okay. It was really nothing I've heard before, but to be honest, I've been to classical concerts where they played the xylophone yeah. before. But I was little and I don't remember much. So I would say that this is nothing like I've heard before. Nice. For the sheer reason that my memory is faulty. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, minimalism is uh, is very, very uh, peculiar in that sense. Yeah, and you showed me there was a short like animation that was the soundtrack of that this song it is, is it soundtrack. is used uh, this soundtrack is used in an animation yeah uh, which I uh, mean it's three minutes long it's called Paparia. Mm. if you want to maybe check that out it's uh, visually it's amazing uh, even though it's just three minutes it's just uh, pure quality over quantity uh, all well, right. that's what minimalism is that's not quality minimalism. over quantity no that's that's not because there is not much quantity because it's minimal but the quality of that little quantity is great (laughs) (laughs) maybe uh i mean you're the one doing uh, philosophy of arts no i'm gonna do it next year oh okay oh yeah shit okay um then i'll let uh, my co-host uh play something that's a little more uh Uh, I guess conventional? Yeah. Well, if you know me, you know, I I just try to make Frank Ocean fit into everything. So I chose Siegfried, which is from his album Orange. Is it from Orange? No, this is uh, from... I messed up. It's not Orange. It's, it not? Uh, yeah, it's Blonde. It's Blonde. Uh, very good album. Well, Laura just messed up. And Laura, you, you just ruined the show. She's a rookie fan. <laughs> but why Siegfried? Well, you know, the lyrics don't match up or anything. Please don't make it con- connect. 
But the reason I chose it is because the title of this song is. Oh, m- maybe do, do you want to play it first? Oh, yeah. Before, yes. Right. Before we elaborate on it. All okay, right. Okay, so listen, and listen to that, guys. Here we go. Yeah. Nirvana, it was there. Rares, the feathers on my dash from a phoenix. There with my crooked teeth and companions sleeping. Yeah. 
dream of the thought that could dream about a thought that could think of the dream of the thought that could think of dreaming and getting the glimmer of God. I be dreaming and dreaming a thought that could dream about a thought that could think of dreaming a dream where I cannot. Where I cannot. Less morose and more present. Dwell on my gifts for a second, a moment. One solar flare will consume, so why not? Spin this flammable paper on the film that's my life. High flights, inhale the vapor, exhale once and think twice. Eat some shrooms, maybe have a good cry about you. See some colors, light hang glide off the moon. In the dark, in the dark, I do for you. In the dark. I do for you in the dark. I do for you in the dark. I do for you in the dark. I do for anything for you. I do anything. Onto the, never mind. Do we'll you like worry that song, that. Gaspar? Do I like that song? Yeah. Oh yes, it's a very good song. Gives me goosebumps. Yes. Um, the, the when the guitar goes, it's very very good. I'm a big fan of that. Um, Shit. <laughs> um, yeah. It's. Um, I don't know why you said the the lyrics didn't really match. Because well, I I feel like they they do in a in way. In what sense? In the sense where, like, uh, uh, like uh, he, he talks about caring for someone in the dark, which I mean, if 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 you if you, uh, yeah, if you twist it a little, twist. you can say that you know it's uh, kind of like uh, Leto, um, uh, t- you know, talking to his son about yeah. uh, how. Uh, like that he he's in a difficult position but he wants to uh, he wants to show his son love yeah and affection but he also wants to but you know since he's in in the dark and times are uncertain uh he wants to um uh like prepare his son for the the new invite shut the uh, for the environment, <laughs> I hope you guys can't hear that. This is fucking buzzing. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for the nice input, Gaspar. I actually didn't think of that, like the lyrics. You didn't think the lyrics meant? No, but when you twisted it, now I see it. Yeah. So thank you. That's the beauty of uh, media in, uh, analysis. You can just make anything work. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I wanted to say was. Um, more so the title watches the book why what, you would ask why ask me so <laughs> well it's uh it's it's like um 
Uh, Siegfried come, is the the main character from uh, Das Ring, which is a a, a German musical. And when I, I'll, 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 why, Laura? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is a Nordic mythological character. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and his name means. Yeah, so it means victory and peace. Why would you see that's connected to the book? Well, because Paul's mission to be like the chosen one is to actually prevent the jihad that is going to happen in the book. Um, And the way he's going to do that is by winning over all the other houses, especially the Emperor's Guild, right? So once he does that, he will achieve peace for all lands that's 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 that seems like a bit of a spoiler why uh, i didn't tell them what actually happens yeah that's a, that's a good point um uh, that's just his objective when yeah, starting out that's 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 a good point uh but to specify relative to the plot um he uh he essentially becomes a messiah for the uh for the fremen society now you spoiled them this is not a spoil. Why? A yeah, because it happens in the second book. Oh, uh, does it happen in the second book? It's, hap- it's happening in... Anyways. Um, and, uh, yeah, and to prevent... Uh, I guess the, the fact that he's part of a myth, yeah. in a sense, um, and then to not let it consume him or the world around him. Yeah. I, I found that fascinating exactly how his visions were transporting him to a new world when he had to actually keep being conscious in the real world because the real world is super dark and conflicting right now and he needs to suffer and get through it right yes but it's 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 also um Something I really like uh, about what uh, Herbert does in the book is um, essentially uh, integrate um, uh, anthropology mm-hmm. into uh, science fiction. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, for in building the Fremen society, but also in um, uh, in what what is a myth, right? Yeah. And how do you, uh, uh, and how are they created? Mm-hmm. And how would somebody that's part of it uh, react? You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe Jesus made. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, he, he, uh, that's that's mm-hmm. a little. Uh, th- there's a lot of uh, uh, links between. Um, really? Yeah, there are a bunch of religious references in that book for sure. Yeah, no, but that's yeah. Now I know that you were mentioning the fact that uh, because of the spice drug and because of uh, Paul's heritage, I'm not going to get into that. No, Uh, it's it's a lot. Uh, He uh, Paul's perception of reality is uh, completely fucked. Yes, he can see the future, but not really. He can see all of the paths. Uh Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Let's uh, let's let's not. Uh, get into that but uh uh laura selected uh a 
another song uh, uh, for that. Mind Flowers? Yes, Mind Flowers by uh, Ultimate Spinach. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like something Laura would listen to. Yes, but you know, Mind Flowers sounds more beautiful and distinguished than Ultimate Spinach. <laughs> because point. your mind blooms. Yeah, that's, that's something you, you listen to when you're baked as fuck, pretty much. Yes. Um, I think it's psychedelic from the 70s. Yeah, no, it's song. definitely psychedelic from the 70s. Uh, th- this is also a long song. Uh, but yeah, give it a listen. Yeah, let it that be our last song. Yeah, let that, let that be the final song for this session. Yeah. Weird experimental music <laughs> for the first, uh, for, th- for the very first <laughs> uh, recording. Damn. Okay.
Good song. Good song. Good song. And so why did you pick that song? Why? Because, well, both Fremen and poetry these days have, they have this tendency to have be in touch with their mind and their inner consciousness. And this song is about accepting your inner consciousness and accepting that it is able to thrive, right? That's why it's mind flowers, because it's blooming. I told you. Um, so it's uh, uh, it's this. It's the idea of ego death that ego some people death. Uh, experience while doing psychedelics. Well, I guess if that's it's, what you want to call it, it's where they 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 feel like they totally leave their bodies and yes. that they uh, their consciousness dilutes from them. Yes, and, and they they're part of everything. Everything. That's yeah. ever been and that ever will be, and right? Essentially, that's what um, th- th- that's what uh, Paul experiences throughout the book. Uh, mm-hmm. There's these very long passages, so long, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yes is a possible critique that may be raised on the st- style of the book. No, but we love the style of the book. Uh, yeah, you know, sometimes they they do get a little long winded. Those episodes, yeah. Um, uh, and it's just, uh, and yeah, I think it fits very well. Uh, we we cut it halfway through. That because it little, it's ten minutes long. Yeah, it's ten fucking minutes. Uh, and we already played you like what? Um, uh, <laughs> the xylophone. <laughs> Seven minutes straight of fucking xylophones. So uh, we're going to spare your ears. Uh, what else is there? Uh, well, how would we round all of this off like I mean, uh, before before you elaborated on it i kind of thought of it as just like you know that kind of psychedelic music but yeah but yeah no, no, no but the, it's it's nice that that's not inherently bad but uh the, the fact that you elaborated on it and talked about um the ego death i think it uh it made more sense to me that's good because i love psychedelic music Honestly, yeah, really? I love it. Yes. No way. Yeah, and it's that inner exploration that's so lovely about it, you know? Oh. Especially my favorite, well, if anyone would listen, by Jefferson Airplane, Ra- White Rabbit. Oh. Do you know it? Yes. It's so good. It's a very good one, yeah. It's so good. Um, but there is a 99% chance Herbert took some fucking psychedelics. There is no way he did not. I know. Like, it's I just... Know. I mean... In the, in the way he describes Paul's experiences, it's... it. There's a... Uh, it's... It's so precise. Like, the... the, the well, He uses vague terms sometimes, but yeah. uh, the, the way he manages to go... Uh, like on, the, on a very long description that's like 10 pages that uh, uh, essentially means that you know Paul is um, uh, is uh, not high as fuck but you could equate it to that yeah but he gets high on spice yeah, he gets high on spice yeah uh, <laughs> uh, yeah no it's uh and it's, it was also the 70s, so of, of, of course, of course. Yeah, I think, yeah. And so, uh, uh, well, 
Uh, we're, we're probably going to do a second part next week because we still have a lot of songs. And yeah, we're uh, going to continue on that. Or maybe, but thank you for bearing with us through yeah. this uh, very chaotic journey. But uh, I mean, first, we hope that w at least one person actually listened to this. Uh, thank you for your time and listening uh, books and beats. See you next time. Toodle-doo.